Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 80 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Aniwa Buwachi. Yeah, round of applause. My name is Aniwa Buwachi. I am a Ghanaian British award-winning actress, filmmaker, and writer. Shiston stands in the entertainment industry globally. Um, I have recently won a award for um, the audio files Earphones Award for the book, A Teller of, of Secrets, a novel by Bissi Ajapong. So I was the narrator, just in case you recognize my voice, most probably not, but there you go. So um, I'm a multi-talented, multifaceted uh, creative. That was a long introduction, but there you go. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank you, Aniwa, for coming on. Like, it's such a pleasure to have you on. Oh, just out of curiosity, you. just to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. How did you fall in love with the world of storytelling and creativity? Um, I'm African. <laughs> Straight up, I'm African. <laughs> I know that's I'm African, I'm Ghanaian, I'm West African, and West African people are so animated and there's such rich stories. And I um, remember when I was growing up, I read a lot of books about Anansi the Spider. Um, I had a very, very vivid animation um, I'm the youngest out of four, so at times I just had to occupy myself and just write my own stories or just make stories up in my head and just basically entertain myself. Like I said, my parents, my family are very animated and I would kind of like sometimes watch them and just have these stories in my head go on about each person in my family. So I've always been in love with storytelling because of that. And also like you just go to so many different worlds through words and through like reading this 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 your there's no limits to your imagination there's no limits in terms of uh, finance there's no limits in terms of intelligence um your imagination goes goes beyond uh anything that is man-made wow that's beautiful thank you for sharing that and i think it's like a i guess yeah the premise of this podcast is about names um so without further ado I'm going to ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? I'm bringing my own name, Aniwa Boache. Aniwa Boache, right? <laughs> um, my name, sorry, you know, you got to do it like in English, like Aniwa Boache, and then you do Aniwa Boache. I'm bringing my name to the podcast because from it's it's been my name my whole life hasn't it <laughs> and um i have encountered so many different reactions uh to someone hearing my name the way it's originally spelt is can kind of fool a lot of people uh that are used to speaking western languages uh european languages and so like m- my original spelling of my name it will if you weren't None the wise. If you were none the wiser, you'll pronounce it like Enigua Bouquet or something like that, right? And so all my life, I've constantly had people go Enigua, Aniwa, Boki, and it takes a lot of strength to say to someone, that's not how you pronounce my name. <laughs> how you pronounce my name is this. A lot of times, some people can take that the wrong way for you speaking up, for me speaking up, um, saying, like, correcting them how to pronounce my name. So certain points in my life, I just let, you know, people shorten my name to Annie. And that was more so because I didn't want to appear to be bitter, angry, defensive. I didn't want to appear like that. So I was just like, okay, just call me Annie. It's fine. Yeah. 
But as I've got older, I mean, most of my childhood friends will call me Annie and it's all good for them because, you know, they met me at that time in my life. But when I pe- meet people right now in my life and I introduce my name, Aniwa Bwache, and they say, oh, hi, Annie, and they don't even attempt to try and pronounce my name, that's when it's like, <laughs> you know, like that's when there's fighting talk. I'm like, what? I don't introduce myself like that. My name's Aniwa. Like, do you need help? And also, like, from my past experiences, I now, whenever I write it down somewhere, I also have a phonetic way of spelling it, which, in in fact, is what I've embodied in my um, stage name. Uh, Aniwa Bawaji, same name, but just different spelling, as mm-hmm. I wanted to ensure every single time I meet somebody in a casting setting, in a production setting, they are able to pronounce my name. There is an NG between the N and the W of how I spell it acting wise. And that NG is silent. It's a funny fact. Most of the people that get the NG, the silent NG when they see the original are Turkish people. And I think it's because in Turkish language, I mean, for all the listeners out there, let me know if I'm incorrect for saying this, but I think the Turkish language has like a silent G. So they seem to just get it straight away. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. At what point did you decide that you were going to alter the original spelling to something that I guess was more accessible for people? When I was in drama school, um, I was like one out of two black girls in my year. And everyone always said my name wrong. But in some sense, I kind of just was like, okay, let me just let them do that because I'm not really going to see these people after three years. (laughs) I'm just being really honest. Not that I had anything against anyone. It was just that mindset of like, you know, a lot of people in my drum school group wasn't, they, they didn't really understand who I was. I'm sure now being older, they most probably understand the world a bit more and um, my background and my perspective on life. But when I left drama school, I just kind of was thinking about, because most actors, when they leave drama school, they have to uh, um, decide on a stage name that they take to equity to register. You know, someone said to me, oh, you should call yourself um, Annie Boachi. And I was so mortified. The thing is, yeah, my dad has given all of these children African names. My, as an actor, your name holds weight. As an African, your name holds weight. So for me to say Annie Boachi is anglicizing my name in a way that doesn't suit me. Like, I'm not an Annie. Yes, my friends from back in the day call me Annie because when I was in secondary school, primary school, whatever point of my, of my life, pre-21, I was, you know, you just want to fit in. You don't want to kind of like stick out, shall I say, and you don't, wanna, you don't want people to be like, oh, what? What's that name? You know, you just want to just kind of like quietly go about, about your life. To be honest, I've never done anything quietly about my life. But anyway, so when I left drama school, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make people uh, say my name correctly. I need to be in a position where someone sees my name and hopefully they will say my name correctly because there's only one Aniwa. For most people in this country, they only know one Aniwa. They don't know another Aniwa. And I always say, if you met another Aniwa in the UK, London, they're most probably part of my family. I always say that. So I was like, boom. Let me make sure this is spelled phonetically. Why do you say that it's if someone else had your name? Because I've never heard your name before. Let me just put it out there. I've never heard your name before. And I've got Ghanaian friends and 
I obviously assume that, you know, the names go by the day, the day names, the market names that also could you talk more about like the story behind your name? So my name, I know a lot of, a lot of people have never heard my name, even Ghanaians, because, you know, my name doesn't follow from what I know of the day of like, you know, a queer, um, adjuat, it doesn't follow those kind of day names. Although I do have, um, a middle name that is following the day name, but my name, um, derives from the Ashanti ethnic group. And in particular, uh, the Kowu people, um, my name, when I'm in Ghana, I don't, I think I've met like, I don't know, another person called Eniwa. Um, but my cousin in New York is called Eniwa and I have another cousin here that's called Eniwa and each of them spell it differently. From what I know, the original spelling of my name, the one that I carry um, with the NG, that's the original, the, the OG of, of how, you, how the spelling is of the name. And the name means eyes of the world which, you know, is all eyes of the world or eye of God. Um, it's a very bold name. I think I suit the name in some sense. Um, yeah. Me, I guess, learning about my own, I've talked about my middle name. It took some time for me to climatize myself with the meaning of it. I'd say maybe late to mid to late teens. So was there a point or is like names much of a conversation in your, was it much of a conversation in your household growing up? I think in majority of pretty much, I'm just going to make a sweeping statement here, which please no one kill me for saying this. But I think for the most part, um, in most African countries, names carry so much weight and there's a lot of thought behind names and a lot of meaning. and. Um, Growing up, and I know like anyone that was raised in Europe would, would, would experience this. So growing up, you meet someone, you meet another African. And I would say my name, oh, hi, my name's Aniwa. And they'll be like, okay, cool. So what's your Christian name? What's your, what's your, what's your English name though? Yeah. And I realized that out of all my family, my cousins, um, you know, my family, my siblings had Ghanaian names as their name yeah I always just saw it to be quite quite normal I just found it a little bit uncomfortable growing up in the UK because back then people weren't necessarily inclined to be very open about different types of cultures and different names when I started to be like okay what does my name actually mean I'm gonna be honest with you like I didn't actually clock it until I was like I don't know maybe 20 and I was working on a production with the group from the National Theatre of Ghana. And it was a play uh, that we did at the Africa Centre. What was it called? Um, It was called Dilemma of a Ghost by Ama Atta Edu. And one of the actresses, older actresses, she was like, you know, your name is very powerful. Me being like some young, cute, 20 thing, I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. She goes, yeah, your name's really powerful. It, It holds a lot of weight. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, I'm going to break down the, your name for you. And she's like, Eni, which is like, means I in Twi. Wa means like vast, wide, worldly. And she goes, that's, that's what your name means. And then from that point onwards, I was like, okay, cool. And I've just, you know, 
been embracing that, um, embracing that power. I think as I get older, I get wiser. And I think that's inherent to um, uh, Ashanti women. And I feel like my name kind of, you know, enlivens me to, to just have an open mind and, you know, really keep focused and, you know, be, be real. I love that. I love the way you tell stories, by the way. It's like... Oh, do you? Attention grabbing, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> this thing of your parents intentionally choosing to give yourself and your siblings Ghanaian names, do you think that you would carry, like, in the event that you might want your own family, do you think you would carry on that tradition of giving first names as Ghanaian names? Like, what is it, what significance do you feel like that brought to you? Oh, to you, to 100%. You 100%. Let me tell you 100%. Do you know what? When I close my eyes, I actually envisage having twin girls. I can actually see me having twins, like twin girls. And I've already set their name. Their name's already like boom, boom, is ready. And their name is going to be my mum and my auntie uh, because I love their names. And the names I have is Orama and Asantua. I just love those names. So my children will 100% have Ghanaian names, 100%. Like, and I don't know where the father's coming from. We not, we haven't, I haven't got to that part yet. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't met him yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've not met him yet. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, you know, but um, wherever he's from, he needs to get with the program because for me, I I think there's something so magical and special. Um, even if you live in a different place outside your original home country or your mother's home country, should I say, or, you know, you're speaking a language besides your mother tongue. I think there's something so mag- magical carrying that legacy through a name. That's, that's, your name is one of the only things that you 100% can keep hold of and no one else can take that away from you, but yourself. Only you can be like, I don't want this name. Can you call me this instead? No one else can essentially take that away from you. I always think it's so beautiful how like names weave two different generations together. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you shared that you're going to name your twin, is it baby girls, baby boys, one boy, one baby girl? Girls. I can see that I can, I can just envisage that I'm going to have girls. Yeah. So even the fact that you've like um, expressed that you, you give them your mother's and your auntie's name, like just the way that I guess families are continued through names, like, I just find that super interesting. Just what I'd, yeah. I'd share. Have you ever spoken to your parents about why they chose to give gift this name to you? This yeah, it's a beautiful name by the way. But yeah, have you oh, ever spoken to your parents about why the story leading up to them blessing you with this name? Yeah, I spoke to my dad about this when I was younger. And he so I'm named after my great grandma and my dad loved her very much. And from what I know, she was a very kind of straightforward type of woman. Um, she had a lot of uh, gravitas uh, to her. And so when my dad had 
a daughter, I think it was inevitable that he's going to name me after his 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 grandma. So that's what that's what I know of in terms of of my name um, within mm. my family. What do you think is the significance of like that process of like giving someone who has been to someone who who will be? If that makes sense. Yeah, it is. It's very common in my family for that to happen, for someone to be named after another relative and so forth and so forth. And I think that's actually really beautiful because that relative is constantly living in the hearts and, and memories of people in the in the family. Like they may have gone in terms of body, but they're still with the family in spirit. And I feel like to a certain extent, um, each person that's named after uh, a relative they kind of in some weird way they kind of uphold that person's personality to a certain extent yeah I think it's it's really powerful um the way my family does that going back to your um your career as an actress mm-hmm. and yeah your time on the stage how when you're given a character how much do you feel like the name impacts on the way you perceive the character of that person, if at all? That's a really good question. Um, I mean, as as a Ghanaian British actress, I think all actresses that are from African heritage, for the most part, at some point in your career, you're going to be playing an African person and I say African in general because that's how they love to do it in casting they just love to be like oh this person's African do you know what I mean <laughs> no talk, they'll be like this person's African like back in the day now they've got a bit better but they'll be like oh this person's African and then you will be able to identify what part of Africa they're from by their name there's times mm. for example where you know you read a you, like a play is written or a script is written and it may be written by someone who is not of African heritage. And they will say, oh, um, I don't know, like, um, Olu something, yeah, was this, that, and the other. And so you're like, okay, this person Nigerian then. And they're Yoruba because of the name Olu. You know, those kind of things matter. So you can, it kind of feeds into um, how possibly that character might behave. Because let's just be real honest, and I'm only going to speak about Ghanaian culture. I'm not going to speak on any other culture because I'm not of that. But for example, when you see a name and you can identify, let's just say this play and the name is Ghanaian, but you identify that the person is Ashanti to a certain extent in terms of culturally, you kind of get the impression that, okay, this person would be quite bold because just Ashanti people, stereotypically, I will say, are seen to be quite bold and vibrant and outgoing and you know just straight to point um but if if you see a name and possibly uh the name was fancy for example they perhaps won't be as gregarious as an ashanti person i hope that's making mm-hmm. sense with different ethnic groups come a different type of and i say stereotypical i i hold that because it's not everyone it's not, this isn't the law. It's not the rule. Okay. So no one please yeah. come in, like message me and be like this, that and the other. I'm, te- I'm saying it's not, a ster- it's a stereotype. It's not written in law, 
but um like a lot of ethnic groups in different parts of Africa will have a certain type of stereotypical uh, characteristic that the local people um would associate them with I hope that makes Uh, sense yeah definitely I think it shows that we shouldn't be afraid of the differences that people have I feel like it's just when it's used to berate people like paint people in like a negative like super negative I don't know like for negative agendas basically but like people are different right we should embrace you should embrace it you shouldn't disregard anyone everyone comes with their own baggage but also everyone comes with their own like little ray of sunshine sometimes you Mm -hmm. just have to see the sunshine before the baggage do you know what I mean See, I feel like you've opened up just a different way to perceive how names can be seen and what it means for characters as well, or people. I wanted to ask you, I feel like we're coming towards the end, but a question that I like like to ask all my guests is, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? If there was one last comment you could make. This is what I want the world to know. I often have been in situations where I've introduced myself and someone has said, oh, that's a weird name. Oh, that's an unusual name. Oh, that's, and it had almost like um, a negative connotation, but in a way that not may not necessarily be, they, they didn't intend for it to be negative for the most part. And I just think to myself, why are you saying these kind of comments? Why not ask, okay, oh, where's that name from? Oh, okay, what does it mean? As opposed to, oh, it's a weird name. It's, it's unusual. Because at the end of the day, I find that depending on where the name's from, and I'm going to say something, I think you kind of will understand the underline of it. Why, why is it acceptable for people to read a name like Tchaikovsky, I can't even pronounce it right, Tchaikovsky, and for it not to be seen as weird or unusual, you know, but for, for a name like mine, like Boachi, my last name, or Aniwa, my first name, to be seen as like, I don't know, some kind of obstacle that is so ugly to someone's um, untrained mouth. When people hear of a name, I feel like there shouldn't be, how can I put it, there shouldn't be something where it's like your name's wrong because I don't know how to pronounce it because it doesn't, it's not a common name. It's not like Jennifer or Sam or Becky. It's, it's, it's different to those names. And because it's different to those names, I don't like it. You, you have to, I'm going to now abbreviate it just to make me feel comfortable. It's not about the person saying the name, feeling comfortable. It's about the person who holds the name. And if they pronounce their name and they introduce themselves in the way that they want you to, to introduce, to, to know them as, then you have to abide by that. We didn't even, I just clocked, we didn't even talk about your, um, your last name. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, yeah. Here in the UK, everyone's like, oh, oh, Boache. Oh, that's unusual. And then any, any other person that's called Boache, that any other person in the UK meets, for some reason, I'm related to them. It's like me saying every single person called Sam um, Smith, sorry, or Jones is related to each other. No, they're not. Yeah. In Ghana, 
Boache is such a common name. I actually have a double barrel last name. Like that's mm-hmm. what I literally have. But Boache is such a common last name. It's unbelievable. It's like, you know, it's just, and there's lots of different ways to, to um, spell Boache as well. It's not the way I spell it from what I know of is uh, the original spelling with the K-Y-E ending. Of course, in terms of acting, I've um, phoneticized it. So it's B-U-A-C-H-I-E. But Boache mm-hmm. is like, it's such a, it's such an Ashanti name. Anyone that meets anybody and they see Boache as a last name, they're like, yeah, you're, you're Ashanti straight up. <laughs> no doubt about mm. that. You're definitely Ashanti. I really feel like with my name, I feel like when you see a name like mine, when it's when you see how it's spelled legally, you already know, yeah, this is going to be a woman that's going to be like, okay, she's going to be straightforward, going to be very clear communicator because she has a name that sits in a world that is not able to pronounce that type of name from the, from the get-go. So this has to be someone who, if carrying that name from birth, she would always have to correct people constantly so mm. she's going to be someone that speaks up about things you can't basically you can't be a quiet person and have my name i have to be honest you can't be just sitting there quiet and have my name that's such an interesting point i think i mean if and when you go back to ghana do all you the have time. the same you said if and when you know all the time like what's if and when you know what I mean it's like oh are you are you going are you going for December that's the question you should be asking me are you going are you going for um the festive season that's the question you should be asking me (laughs) okay my bad let me take that back but when you go to Ghana when you go back to Ghana do Mm -hmm. you face the same troubles because your name is I guess you said it's quite uncommon would you say it's uncommon in Ghana as well your first your first name yeah yeah it's very uncommon so for the most part the last name everyone's like oh Boache oh do you know everyone knows that one but Aniwa a lot of people and they do this thing and I know anyone that was like born outside of Ghana will, will you know agree with this it's this thing when you're like oh hi how you doing my name's um, Aniwa and they're like oh you know hey Aniwa you mean Aniwa I'm like okay Aniwa, no, Aniwa. And I'm like, um, then I think about my mom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then I'm like, okay, cool. Um, cool. Thank you. Because obviously they're pronouncing it a certain way that, uh, that they believe is the right way of pronouncing it because it goes with their, um, their accent. But growing mm. up, when I close my eyes, you know, one of them ones where like, you know, your mom, you know, <laughs> you know, you're relaxing and like, say your mom's like, or always calling you to come downstairs. When you come downstairs, there's nothing to do apart from pick one thing. And then you go back upstairs and they call your name again. You're like, and then it starts ringing in your ears. Do you, have you ever experienced that when you close your eyes? <laughs> when you're younger and you're, you know, your parents just called your name so many times that when you're ready to sleep, you feel like someone's always calling you. When I close my eyes, I hear my mum go, Eniwa. Do you get me? Eniwa. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Ah, Eniwa. So when I go back to Ghana, for the most part, people just, they it's, it doesn't phase them. But, but every now and then, I'll say, like, quite often, actually, someone will be like, oh, that's a nice name. I've not heard that name. Do you know, they'll say something like that. Um, mm. But... For the most part, most people, I don't think it really phases them. 
as such. Just to come back on that point, because I know you've just touched on it, but in terms of pronunciation of names, like say we have like British accents, right? So yeah. for me, for example, my last name is like an Ibo, Niger, an Ibo name, Nigerian Ibo name. But with my accent, when people say, how do you pronounce it? I'm like, I don't know how to say like. <laughs> I know how to say it, but with my accent, it feels weird. Like it feels like I'm defying the way that it's meant to be said. So how do you wrestle, if at all, do you wrestle with that thing of like, oh, am I pronouncing my name the authentic way? I do, you know, sometimes I do. Um, um, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Like, because I feel like, oh, it's one of the ones, when you're an English speaker, it's one of the ones where like, I want them to say my name right, yeah? And I have to stress the intonation to a certain extent. But... Sometimes I just have to face the fact that these people, they 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 don't they their tongues don't move the same way. Their the placement of the tongue's not the same way. It's like, for example, when you with with uh, uh, Americans, some Americans would say the name Bernard, like Bernard, Jared, Gerard. Do you know what I mean? It's just like how they used to say the AR of that cluster. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we're used to saying it like Jared, they're used to saying Gerard, garage, garage. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. in the same way, me, like how I would pronounce my name is Aniwa Buachi. That's how I would say it. But already you can hear that I'd, I, I kind of changed my accent slightly. So obviously being mm. here, right, having a name like Aniwa as well. And for the most part, I, I didn't even say this to you. Sometimes I'll go to places and people think that, um, like I just got to the UK, just from my name. They just think, oh, okay. Oh, she she must have just you know got her uh, visa. She's just she's just arrived in the UK. <laughs> and then when they meet me, <laughs> no, you know them ones. When you when they meet me, and and they, you can see when you start speaking, and they hear my um, South London uh, dulcet tones. When they hear my South London dulcet tones, they're like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, hi. Do you know what I mean? Oh, hi. Oh, okay. And you can just tell they're like, oh, they're, they're a little bit shocked by it. Like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, there was one time as well, actually, I'll never forget this. Someone, this actually happened to me where someone saw my, I was like, this is back in the day when I was like a teenager and I was putting like Annie Boache on my um, CV. This was like when I was like 16 or something. And someone thought I was Italian just from my last name because how I spell it, I spelled it phonetically at some at one point on my um, CV. You know when you get your little Saturday job, and someone thought I was Italian, and I was like, "How is that even possible?" And so when I came in, they were like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh okay." They they were so shocked because obviously they saw <laughs> really. Yeah, they saw me come in. They saw my tall, lanky self come in and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> you know, when you, did you ever watch The Real McCoy? Oh, maybe that's, that's really showing my age. <laughs> I you know didn't. Real no, you didn't. I think I've heard of it, but I didn't grow up watching it, no. All right, let me stop there. You know what I mean? Let me not go further with The Real McCoy. Those who know, they know. Yeah. <laughs> No, Niwa. See, look, I'm even going, I want to say it the, the way you've been saying it, but now I'm like, oh, Niwa, it's been great to have you. And I'm like, teach me it's how. It's all right, man. <laughs> Do your thing, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but it's really been a pleasure to speak to you today. Like, oh, thank you so thank much you. for yeah taking it's us through vibes. the layers of your name. It's been vibes. Can I can I do a little plug? Of course, please plug away. Um, if you yeah, it's been really great being on this um show. If you want to get in touch with me, have a little chat about anything, um, you can find me at on all socials at Aniwa Boachi. And you can check out my website, www.aniwabuachi.com. That's it, really. Amazing. Yeah. Have you got any like upcoming shows or productions or any exciting work mm-hmm. that you're you can share I have us. got a work. I've got a couple of things, but because of NDAs, I can't. I can't really talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Just hit me up on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, whatnot, whatnot, whatever you need to do, and you you'll hear about it. But I'm very much interested in meeting lots of different types of creatives. Yeah, anyone that's coming out to Ghana, December, hit me up, innit? <laughs> Enjoyment, <laughs> okay? Enjoyment. <laughs> Yes, enjoyment. Enjoyment central. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods